Of course, it's important to do mitzvahs. But you know what's more important? To do mitzvahs with tremendous enthusiasm, or as the Mishnah describes it, Benazai says we should run to do a mitzvah. Let's have a look. It's in the Pirkei Avos of this week, the fourth chapter, Benazai Oimer, Benazai taught, have a rotz mitzvah kala, you should run to do a mitzvah that is a light or less important mitzvah, or vorech min avera, and you should also flee from an avera. So, this lesson, which is obviously part of the lessons of Prikyavas, which are lessons in how to live beyond the requirements of the law, is intention is not to tell us that you should keep even the mitzvahs that people consider to be less important. And he's not telling us that you should avoid doing an Avera. The fact that you should do all mitzvahs and that you should avoid Averas is self-evident. It goes without saying that every Jewish person should keep all of the mitzvahs regardless of how important you feel they might be. And it goes without saying that a Jew may not transgress an Avera, even if it might be something that a person considers to be a lesser Avera. That's not Benazai's message. So what is his message? Now the Heirof and Benazai is in the Oifen von Kima mitzvahs. Benazai is not telling us to keep, keep mitzvahs. He's telling us how to approach keeping mitzvahs. That there should be running and enthusiasm and urgency to do a mitzvah. Or and fleeing from an avera as if it was a real threat. In other words, he's saying not only should you do the mitzvah, but you should run with enthusiasm to do even a mitzvah that people might consider to be less important. And not only should a person avoid transgressions, but you've got to run for your life when there's a transgression on the horizon. What we do need to understand though is in this principle as that a person should run to do a mitzvah actually is not only something that appears in Pirkei Avos as higher grade Judaism or living beyond the letter of the law. It's actually brought in practical black and white Judaism in the Shulchan Aruch which says that there's a mitzvah to run when you go to Shul. And then the Shulchan Aruch expands it out. And the same applies to every mitzvah. So what's Ben Azai telling us? That is beyond halacha. Halacha says you have to run to do mitzvahs. And Vos is the Uftu from the Maimer, have a Ratzel mitzvah chulay. So, what is the innovation of Ben Azai is that you should run to do a mitzvah? Als Midas Chasidis, that falls into the category of something which is special Judaism, beyond the, 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 the letter of the law. Psasachiv min hadin mitzvah, if it is within the law. That's question number one. And we also have to understand an interesting nuance about Benazai's statement. Why it is that Benazai does not conclude his statement about running to do a mitzvah, that is a so-called lighter mitzvah. Why doesn't he conclude by saying that you should run to do a mitzvah that is a smaller mitzvah with the same enthusiasm that you would run to do a mitzvah that is a major mitzvah? Because actually that would seem to make sense in context. And in fact, it's language that we already see in a previous mission in this parak, about how scrupulous a person should be about a mitzvah. That you should be as scrupulous again around doing a mitzvah that is a lesser mitzvah or a smaller mitzvah as he would over a serious mitzvah. So why doesn't Ben Azai do the same thing here? Say, be as enthusiastic for the minor mitzvahs as you are for the major mitzvahs. 
Now, andere Zayin and Takagere, so you can demission of the word Kevachamura, there are versions of this mission that do actually include that word Kevachamura. Abed al-Terebe, Besidur, is his nit Geres. The al-Terebe does not go with that version in his Prikavas, in his Sidur. And that's actually true for most of the commentators on the Prikavas. They also don't use that word Kevachamura. The question is, why? So, Muslim Zogan, so therefore, we're going to have to conclude, as our FLPRs by Zahirus and Mitzvah study, although when we're considering how scrupulous a person has to be about keeping mitzvahs, Moses Zayin and Amitzvah Kala punkt vina mitzvah chamura, there it is appropriate to say, be scrupulous in a minor mitzvah, exactly like in a major mitzvah. Of a minigar ritzel mitzvah, yet when we describe running with enthusiasm to perform a mitzvah, is a mitzvah kala nitgalaich sa mitzvah chamura, actually would seem from Ben Azai's. Omission, it would seem that running to do a minor mitzvah is not identical to running to do a major mitzvah. And therefore, all Ben Azai says is be enthusiastic and run to do a minor mitzvah. That you have to also have enthusiasm to do so called minor mitzvahs. But actually, we'd extrapolate out of that that if you have to be enthusiastic and run to do a minor mitzvah, you certainly have to run with even greater enthusiasm to do a major mitzvah. But what we still don't understand is this. Why does Rashi, why does Ben Azai have to tell us that you should run to do a mitzvah that is a minor mitzvah? Surely it would have made much more sense if Ben Azai just made a broader statement, run with enthusiasm to do mitzvahs. Which of course would include every kind of mitzvah. And if it's true that Ben Azai is effectively telling us you've got to run to a small mitzvah and the implication is you've got to run even more so to a great mitzvah. Well, if Ben Azai had just kept it generic and said run to do mitzvahs, we would have realized that you should be enthusiastic about every mitzvah and we could appreciate that the more important the mitzvah, the more enthusiastic you're expected to be. Seeing as Ben Azai hasn't made the, 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 the case that you have to be as enthusiastic about a minor mitzvah as a major mitzvah, that implies that there are different grades of mitzvah. So just tell us broadly, be enthusiastic about mitzvahs and everybody will understand how to approach different mitzvahs differently. Okay, so then Ben Azar doesn't just leave us with a statement, he actually he motivates why we should be running to do mitzvahs and fleeing from our various, and he gives two explanations. So, he says two things. First, he tells us, first thing he tells us is that the nature of mitzvahs is that they compound, so if you run with enthusiasm to do a minor mitzvah, it will lead to another, to another, to another, and likewise with an avera, you've got to get away from an Avera with absolute urgency because one Avera will lead to another. So that's the motivation. And then in addition to that base, he tells us that the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah and the reward of an Avera is an Avera. Now those are two very similar but actually completely different lessons and we need to understand the difference. So Vim and Lent and Pashtus, so at, at face value, is the Chiruk Tzvishn Titzvei time and the distinction between these two different views is or two different reasons, the erish time is masber favose daf loifenton afila mitzvah kala. When we talk about mitzvah leads to mitzvah leads to mitzvah, that would explain the logic of why you should be running to do a mitzvah even if it is a minor mitzvah, because it's okay, it will compound, it will create a habit. 
Weil sie wird bringen zu mir, sie noch eine Sache mitzwe. So it doesn't matter that this mitzwe is a minor mitzwe, it will be a catalyst for many, many other mitzwe's. Run and do it as soon as possible. Und der zweite Tantotoyf, and the perspective we get from the second reason that there's a reward for a mitzvah, which is the mitzvah, that tells us as die in a mitzvah, darf ich sein mitzvah, der mitzvah gufa, that tells us that there's a value in running to do the minor mitzvah, even in and of itself. In other words, not only because it will be a catalyst to more mitzvahs in the future, but there's a reward for the mitzvah itself. Warum schar mitzvah mitzvah? Wenn der Bartonur teilt, dass der Scharwan nur, was der Mensch hat beim Tonner Mitzvah, so der Bartonur makes a very interesting observation. What does it mean that the reward of a Mitzvah is a Mitzvah? There's a certain satisfaction that a person gets from doing a Mitzvah, certain pleasure. Was das drückt sich aus in sein Läufen Tonner Mitzvah, the fact that the person has that joy and, enthu- and, and, and enjoyment and satisfaction from the Mitzvah will be reflected in the fact that, look, I'm running to do it. Obviously, I run to do something that I appreciate and enjoy. So, That enthusiasm is also a mitzvah. So in other words, it's not just that the mitzvah will bring value because it will cause other mitzvahs. The fact that there's a mitzvah, which I'm doing, and that mitzvah is done with enthusiasm, that is already in itself a greater mitzvah. Oder, wie der Pirish has the schar for mitzvah is a mitzvah, or the Pirish, which is actually brought in the Medrash Shmuel, but taught a lot in Hasidus, that the reward of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. Die Tzavzah v'chibur mit neibishem was verit durch der mitzvah. I don't need a mitzvah to produce an external or subsequent reward, because the mitzvah creates attachment between me and Hashem, and that is the greatest reward that there could possibly be. So if I'm going to look at one mitzvah leading to another, and that's why you should run to do a minor mitzvah, what you're saying is, this mitzvah will have value in the future because it will produce more mitzvahs. If I say schar mitzvah mitzvah, I'm saying the mitzvah, even though it is a minor mitzvah, has intrinsic value. With that in mind, it turns out, then surely the main motivation to run with enthusiasm to do a minor mitzvah is because of the intrinsic value of that mitzvah, which would motivate that I should be running to do the minor mitzvah because it is valuable, not only because it will bring to other valuable mitzvahs, Especially when you take the perspective of the Bartonura who says the reward of the mitzvah refers to the running to do the mitzvah. That is already a mitzvah that deserves reward. So the primary concept of why you should run to do even a minor mitzvah is because every mitzvah is intrinsically valuable and the running itself is valuable. On the time she mitzvah gereres mitzvah is a time noisaf. And then over and above that, there's another value in running to do a mitzvah because it will be a catalyst for other mitzvahs. As in Falman de Asvoresh, Aschar mitzvah mitzvah, vet nit polen efe menschen, as is all zayna rotzle mitzvah. Which means, let's say that I can't encourage a person to run to do a mitzvah by convincing them of the intrinsic value of the mitzvah and they need something else to motivate them. So then we'll say, Zola does them does turn to the was in the kim from the mitzvah is upending the kim from noch mitzvahs. Then we'll motivate that person by saying, okay, we'll run to do this mitzvah because the value it will bring to you is the performance of other mitzvahs in the future. Was im Vergleich zum Tam von zwei Mitzvah mitzvahs das einen von Schleulishma, which on a subtle level, if you're comparing this to a person who's running to do a mitzvah because they understand and appreciate the intrinsic value of the mitzvah, then if you're telling them, run and do the mitzvah because it will bring you the opportunity for another mitzvah, that's not as pure an intention. It's a little bit self-interested. Um, means this mitzvah I don't see as valuable in and of itself to the nth degree. I see it as an investment in future mitzvahs. 
But the primary, the best, the ideal state of why a person should run to do a mitzvah is because they appreciate the intrinsic value of that mitzvah. So if that is the case, and I bazai, why then does Ben Azai first quote the secondary motivation to do a mitzvah, because it will bring to other mitzvahs, before he quotes the primary reason to do a mitzvah, which is because the mitzvah is intrinsically valuable. So what are our questions? Why is he telling us specifically to run for a small mitzvah? Why doesn't he compare it to Kibachamura? Why does he prioritize the reason because mitzvahs will grow other mitzvahs instead of telling us because a mitzvah is intrinsically valuable. Now, before we get to any of that, we're going to compare this to another lesson we have also in Perikovas about running to do mitzvahs. Where is that? Part the Mishnah says in our Perik, um, sorry, in the next Perik, Perik you should run like a deer. For what? To fulfill Hashem's will, which is pretty much mitzvahs. On Diheira, now the lesson of Yehuda ben Tema, which is from the Sechah is something that the Tur and Al Tareb in his second, so to speak, edited version of the Shulchan Aruch included Gestelt as They introduced this as the foundational principle of how a Jew should conduct their life. That's why it's the beginning of the first element of Shulchan Aruch, which is called Erechaim, which is from Gan Shulchan Aruch, the introduction to the whole Shulchan Aruch. So with that in mind, we come to appreciate as in that in the way that we serve the Ritza, there are actually three different manifestations of running which indicates enthusiasm for a mitzvah. Now we haven't ever thought of putting all of these together, but now it emerges that there are actually three things because we have Benazai saying running to the minor mitzvahs. We have Yehuda ben Tamer saying, run to do what the Ebishtim wants. And we have already seen that there's a halacha that you have to run to shul. V'chein l'shara mitzvahs. Same applies to all mitzvahs. So we're going to have to distinguish between the three. So Aleph, we have, the first level is the level that is demanded of us, which is a requirement of the law, to run to do mitzvahs. And that halacha is presented specifically in the context of running to shul and then expanded to apply to other mitzvahs. Right? We expanded to include other mitzvahs. So that's entry level, that's black and white. Every single Jewish person has to do this. You have to run to do shul and other mitzvahs. Then, then you have the teaching of Yehuda ben Tamer that we should always be enthusiastic and running to do what Eibishter wants. That is no longer in Halacha, this is in Perkeobos, which is a more advanced manner of serving Eibishter. It's something you should do. On the first status of Mesech that's why it's recorded in Pirkei Avos, not in Shulchan Aruch, even though it's brought as an introduction in the Shulchan Aruch, as we'll see in a moment. So even though this is a higher manner of serving Hashem, it is something which is accessible to every single Jewish person and expected of every single Jewish person. That's why it appears in the Torah and in the Altar Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, where we're addressing how every single Jewish person should position this, themselves and establish their ideology before they get started doing mitzvahs, every Jew has to know that you should be enthusiastic to do what Hashem wants. That's level two. This is not a specific halacha about shul or even about other mitzvahs. This is a mindset which takes us beyond just following the halacha. And then you have Ben Azai Gimel. 
Ben Azai adds a layer by saying you should run to do the minor mitzvahs. Now we're talking about something, number one, which is midas chasidus. It's in Pirkei Ovos, so that means that it's beyond the basic requirements of Judaism. And it's not something that everybody will experience equally. On the Fashtetus, nor in Ovis. That's why it's not recorded in the Shulchan Aruch at all. It is only in Pirkei Ovis. On the Chidush from Deritza is Mudgashindel, Vasa is Mosef Heverats, and the Mitzvah Kalot. To understand this unique approach of enthusiasm and running to do a Mitzvah, we have to, sit, we have to take note of the fact that Ben Azai said it's specifically to a minor Mitzvah. Now let's understand what this all means. The principle of a Jewish person being enthusiastically driven to do what Hashem wants, indicates that the person is joyous and interested to fulfill what David wants and to cause Nachas to Hashem. That's why a person is, that's why you run, that's why you're enthusiastic, because you care about this and you feel it's really important and you love doing it and it gives you Simcha. When a person's enthusiasm becomes so strong that they run, rush to perform a mitzvah, that tells you they have broken out of the rubric of normal behavior, of the things that make sense, of the things that effectively limit us. And you can see this, you can see this because now the person is pushing themselves beyond ordinary behavior, which is, you know, I have a schedule and I'll get there when I get there because I've got other things I have to take care of. And instead they're running to do what Hashem wants. That tells you that they've broken the normal rules of how they behave because they're so excited and enthusiastic and love doing what Hashem wants and giving Hashem nachas. So this amazing enthusiasm to go beyond the norm in order to do what Hashem wants, which is something that manifests in running, the only way a person will reach that point, that they are so enthusiastic, that they're literally rushing all the time to do what the Ebishter wants, means that they have submitted themselves to the Ebishter in an extraordinary way. That's why it's milad dichasidusa, and it's not something that is equal for all people. As long as a person is conscious of their own identity, their needs, their feelings, their understanding. And especially a person who takes themselves quite seriously and, and, and expects certain honor for themselves. And sees themselves as a great person, as the Rambam describes it. Can That kind of person can still be enthusiastic about doing mitzvahs. But the enthusiasm and joy around mitzvahs has to, fill, has to fit into a rational headspace. Has to make sense. Which means that it has its limits. That's not somebody who's going to behave like what might appear to be crazy, running and rushing to do things. This person won't allow themselves to do things that are outside of their comfort zone. But when somebody has complete submission to Hashem, that initiates within that person unlimited simcha for what Hashem wants. And you'll see that simcha expressed in the fact that they rush with urgency to do what they want. To the extent, like the Rambam says, that the person's simcha will be so extreme that they'll actually 
compromise themselves and they'll actually almost embarrass themselves. And we, the prime example of that obviously is David Amelech at the time they're bringing the Oren to Yerushalayim. Where he's singing and spinning and making all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, this whole show that even Michal, his wife, Bas Shol, took, took uh, you know, she objected to it. The reason that David Amelech was able to express such unrestrained uh, dancing, simcha, expression of joy, enthusiasm for the Ebeshter is because, as it says in the same parak, that <coughs> David Amelech said, but I, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. This is when he has to explain himself to Michal. <laughs> you know, so, it's not about me. I'm nothing. I'm completely dedicated to the Ebeshter. And therefore, I don't care what people think. You know, if they believe that I've kind of maybe overstepped the mark or, or lost myself in, in enthusiasm. I'm here for the Ebeshter. That's what counts. Now, with this insight that the greater the bitter a person has, the greater their enthusiasm will be for Terimitsus. And that will translate into an unrestrained simcha and this rushing around to do mitzvahs, that helps us to understand something which might appear difficult to understand in the Alter Rebbe Shachnar. What does Alter Rebbe say? By the din mitzvah loritz beisak nesas v'chein nechol dvar mitzvah. When the Alter Rebbe quotes the first level of running, which is a requirement for every single person, run to shul and by extension other mitzvahs. So bring te'arab de mokuf from vanamelent op dem din. So the Alter Rebbe quotes, as he often does, the source that teaches us this principle, which is the Pasuk that says, that we should chase after knowledge of Hashem. Now what's difficult to understand about this is as follows, Even though it is common for the Alter Rebbe to give a, an explanation why a particular halacha is the way that it is, it is not common for the Alter Rebbe to quote the biblical source for a particular halacha. In fact, if you look at the majority of halachas, the Alter Rebbe does not typically quote the psukim that teach us this particular halacha. Even in places where the Tur, which is of course one of the bases of the Alter Rebbe Shuchanarach, the Tur does bring those psukim, the Alter Rebbe often still does not. So what's unique about the mitzvah of running to shul and by extension other mitzvahs that the Alter Rebbe felt he had to tell us which Pasuk we learn it from. And what makes this question even more extreme is the Tur, which is ostensibly the source of the Alter Rebbe in this case, does not quote the Pasuk even though the Tur often does. So why does the Alter Rebbe, even though the Alter Rebbe usually doesn't? And another element that we have to understand about this, the language the Alter Rebbe uses, which is mitzvah loritz the beisaknesis, that there's a mitzvah to run to shul ve'echein l'chol dvar mitzvah, and likewise to all other mitzvahs, shenemah, like the Pasuk says, nidah faladas is Hashem, that we should chase after knowledge of Hashem. Kom tois, as von dem Pasuk lent men arois dem din for mitzvah loritz, seile veisaknesis, un seile l'chol mitzvah. Now, the way the Alter Rebbe has worded it, it would sound like this Pasuk is both the basis of the requirement to run to shul and the basis of the requirement to run to do every mitzvah. Is Tomoa. Now that's odd because in Gemara, the Gemara that does actually quote this Pasuk only quotes it in the context of the mitzvah to run to Shul. But 
But when it comes to bringing a source for the fact that we should be running to f- perform other mitzvahs, then the Gemara no longer refers to this pasuk. The pasuk brings a different pasuk, which is that you should follow after the Ebeshter like a roaring lion. So why does they, why does the Altareba do this? Is the beer in them? The explanation is as follows: The fact that the Altareba quoted a pasuk that says we have to chase after the Ebeshter is the Altareba need oisin to bring in the mocker hadin. The Altareba's goal was not to tell us that's where in the Torah you will find the source for the salocha. No, takedem ta'am funda alocha. Instead, Altareba was doing what he always does which is to explain the reason why there's a mitzvah to run to shul and to other mitzvahs. On the time of Klolis in Yoritzin, Avedas Hashem, Sayil of Esach Nesos, on Sayil of Chodvar Mitzvah is, what the Alter Rebbe is telling us is, the reason why a person should run to shul or to other mitzvahs is, Nidafola Da'ases Hashem, because there's a, there's a concept that we should be chasing after knowledge of Hashem. What does that mean? So to understand it better, we'll have a look at something that Tzemach Tzedek says. So the Tzemach Tzedek points out that the full version of this Pasuk has the word Da'as, knowledge, in it twice. It starts at Veneda, we should know to chase Ladas to know Hashem. Asks the Tzemach Tzedek, why does the Pasuk repeat the same principle, which is knowledge of Hashem, in two different words in the same Pasuk? Is that Tzemach Tzedek Mevoer, so that Tzemach Tzedek explains based on a principle that we know quite well from Chassidus, that the two references to Da'as, knowledge, refer to the two experiences of knowledge that exist based on the Pasuk, Dekel Deois Havaya, that the Ebeshter is a God of knowledges, which refers to Da'as Tachtoin and Da'as Elion, a lower and a higher knowledge. Und der Avoida in an Öfen von Nidv Favoritz in Emzach Dafka Mitzad Ladas Hashem Das Elian says that Tzemach Tzedek, this Pasuk is illustrating to us that when a person has that degree of enthusiasm, that they're running and they're rushing and they're, they can't get there quickly enough to do what they wish to once, that tells us that somebody is in touch with Das Elian, the more supernal perspective of knowledge. As long as a person is locked into the lower, more limited knowledge of Hashem, the day of us which means consciousness of Hashem that is part and parcel of the reality of our world. Then as Velt is then the perspective is the world exists thanks to the fact that the Ebishta allows it to exist. But it exists. So I, I acknowledge that the Ebishta is the source of all life and all existence, but I also acknowledge that the world is kind of real. With that attitude, my approach to Judaism is going to be very measured and very um, step by step. It will have its limitations where you can only progress one step at a time. But if a person is keyed in to supernal wisdom and insight, then you recognize that the only thing that's real is Eibishter. And the world, not only the world, but even all of the energy that is required in order for the world to exist, all of that is Ainu Klok Shivi. That's nothing. It's not real. It doesn't actually exist. Only the Ebishta is real. That promotes within the person's Avoid Hashem this tremendous rush and urgency. 
this amazing yearning for Hashem to live in our risky fundamentals, like balas from the eigenem etzias, to escape the limitations of who I am and how I think and what I believe the process should be, and instead to say, let me be absolutely dedicated and rush to do what they wish to want. So now what do we know? What we know is that in order for a person to reach this state of complete excitement, to do what Ebishter wants, which is going to translate into rushing around to fulfill as many mitzvahs as possible, that derives from the fact that the person submits to the Ebishter and recognizes that there's only Ebishter and that's all that counts. As we've just identified, the type of bitl we're describing is bitl that allows a person to lock in to Das Elion, which is a perspective that above is real, below is not. My world is, is iron, actually. So despite the fact that in order to reach this tremendous enthusiasm for doing what the Ebishter wants, a person needs absolute bittle, still the Shulchan Aruch gives a basic type of urgency and enthusiasm for Judaism that every Jew has to fulfill, and that is running to Shul and likewise to other mitzvahs. In other words, Varum. Let's say that a person is not yet at this level of complete awareness of Hashem that overwhelms them with enthusiasm to do what Hashem wants. And because the person is not yet at that level, their enthusiasm around the mitzvah is quite tempered. Okay, so maybe your soul is not rushing and gushing to serve Hashem, but your legs the physical part of you, the part that you can easily control, needs to actually still rush to do what Hashem wants. In other words, practically you got to do it. So we could debate whether every Jew is at a level that they could handle the full-blown bitl and commitment to Hashem and the enthusiasm that comes with it. But there is no debate that every Jew is capable of getting up and actually doing it. Even a person who hasn't even gotten to the level of Das Tachten. Fact is, tell a person run to Shul, they could run to Shul. Tell a person run to do a mitzvah, they could run to do a mitzvah. Like we find in various mitzvahs. The, the way in which we perform the mitzvah is designed to match what the deeper motivation behind the mitzvah is. And therefore, even a person who doesn't begin to understand the deeper meaning behind the mitzvah, could be that he's not even aware that there's such a concept as a deeper meaning, still has to do the mitzvah in that particular way. So in other words, if I don't understand what the significance is of seven times wrapping my tefillin strap around my arm, I still have to do seven times around my arm. So even if a person doesn't really fully experience and engage with this bitl to Hashem and das elion and complete enthusiasm to ratz le mitzvah kala, still, practically, when it comes to do a mitzvah, I have to actually physically move quickly. Here's another example. In order to say shema, there's the, a whole prelude. You've got to say psukah de zimra, you've got to say the brachas before the shema. Why do we have that? Because in order for a person to reach a proper state of acknowledgement that the tells us, where we accept Hashem as the absolute authority over the heavens, the earth, and all four directions of this earth. 
And the objective then is to reach a point of real, tangible love of God, which affects our heart, soul, and all of our might. To get there, to get there, we have to have all the meditation and contemplation that belongs in those earlier parts of the davening. Meditating on Hashem's creation, meditating on the re- reality of the angels. Now, whether a person has that deep meditation or not, every one of us has to go through those steps. Even if we're nowhere near understanding, appreciating, contemplating what any, any of these things are, go ahead and do it. That's how we daven. Let's understand a little bit better why it is that every single Jewish person, even if they're not really there in spiritual terms, has to physically run in order to do a mitzvah. Even if the person is completely out of touch with the deeper meaning of the mitzvah, because if a person trains themselves to always run to do a mitzvah with a sense of joy and anticipation, that will help the person get to that stage where they'll actually start to, to live it and feel it. When you start Yes, albeit externally, going through motions, it eventually gets the person on board. When we do something, it eventually affects how we feel, and we will start to have the genuine simchan enthusiasm to do what Eibushda wants. Which is in, which is actually what the pasuk is saying that we'll chase. To knowledge of Hashem. What's meant pastures? The Pasuk's not only telling us that when you know and understand about the Ebishter, then you'll become enthusiasm, enthusiastic. Now, Fakert, the Pasuk says it the other way around. As the Nidafal brings to Ladasis Hashem, that chasing, physically, getting ourselves into the habit of running with enthusiasm to do what the Ebishter wants, that's going to actually activate that enthusiasm within us. Because starting with the practical, which is to go with enthusiasm and run to do a mitzvah, eventually rubs off on us and we start to have this bitl and acceptance of Das Elion that there's nothing more valuable than Eibishter. This will also help us to understand why it is that when the halacha tells us that every single one of us has to run to do mitzvahs, the primary example it uses is shul, which is obviously a place of davening. Because tefillah is avoid shabalev. Tefillah is how we serve the Ebishter using our heart. Davening actually means not as everybody believes that it's just a matter of simple please and thank you. The objective of davening is for a person to get us to is for a person to get to the point where they are connected to Hashem and therefore they upgrade their their behavior and their service of Hashem. So therefore, if a person hopes to reach Das Elion, a person hopes to have this tremendous awareness of Hashem, which will translate into incredible enthusiasm for Hashem, where will we start? Where's the training ground? During davening, because the whole objective of davening is to get us to attachment to Hashem. Because is the is the Hashem. 
And the reason for this is quite simple, because that's the goal of davening. Davening is to get us to a point of da'as, where we actually know that you in a very meaningful way. And when our davening starts to achieve what it is meant to, and we really we improve and mature our, our appreciation of Hashem through our davening, that's going to spill over into all the other mitzvahs. And so that's why it's that if we get it right with davening, it's going to translate into other mitzvahs as well. Okay, so now we understand what's going on over here. The Shulchan Aruch is telling us, train ourselves, that we should make a point of running to do mitzvahs, particularly davening, because davening is the catalyst for real appreciation of Hashem. And that will eventually translate into feeling that enthusiasm and feeling that bitul to Hashem. Now we can understand what Ben Azai is teaching us over and above that. Right? Dafke and Pirkei what Ben Azai is describing is the deeper motivation behind the practical running to do a mitzvah. The concept of this unrelenting, tremendous enthusiasm and simcha to do what Ebishter wants, which of course is a very advanced way of serving Hashem. And that's why it belongs in Pirkei which is speaking about more advanced ways of serving Hashem. But even that has two parts to it. Okay, so there's the practical part that Shulchan Aruch talks about, which is just go with enthusiasm, even if you're not feeling it. To, to achieve meaningful simcha, unlimited simcha of Hashem, there's two steps to that, both described in Perkyavos. You have Yehuda ben Tamer's teaching, which is you should always run to do what Ebishta wants. That's a lesson that applies to every single Jewish person. And as we've mentioned, that's why it's also included in books of Halacha, the Torah and Alter Ebishach Then beyond that, then you have Benazai's lesson, which is that you should run with enthusiasm even to a minor mitzvah. That's something which does not necessarily apply across the board to every person. How so? What's the distinction? The in them. Let's understand it. Yehudah ben Yehuda ben Tame is not talking about the specific running and enthusiasm associated with specific performance of mitzvahs. Rather, Yehuda ben Tame is he's addressing the, the uh, position that we're supposed to assume at the beginning of the day, which is basically get our head right at the beginning of the day for the entire day. Yudhim is talk about what happens when you wake up in the morning before you get into the nitty gritty of the actual things you're going to do during the course of the day. It's like saying Moidani, which you're supposed to do the second you wake up. That is a generalized acknowledgement of Hashem's authority and gratitude for the fact that we have Anashama. And therefore, it is a general dedication to the Ebishter for the whole day. That's what Moedah did. I'm here in your service. And therefore, because of that, that's why Yudim and Tamer is talking over here about a positioning attitude at the beginning of the day. So he doesn't incorporate the word mitzvah. He doesn't say run to a mitzvah because we're not at that level yet. He uses a much more generic expression, run to do what Eibishta wants. Doing what Eibishta wants is the underpinning of all of the details of the various things and the various mitzvahs that we're going to perform during the course of the day. 
basic. And he does gestellt geworden in Anhub von ganz Shulchanarch. For exactly this reason, Yehuda ben Tamer's statement is included at the beginning of the entire Shulchanarch. Und noch mehr, noch vor dem Inyan von Amiras Moedani. Fascinating, but this is introduced in the Shulchanarch even before the Halacha about saying Moedani. Why? Weil die Messira und die Sinne zu erweitern, dass Hashem, was Yehuda ben Tamer ist, ist mit seiner Hira. Because the level of dedication that Yehuda ben Tamer is expecting of us in this lesson is is something which is even broader and more fundamental than even Moidani, which is the beginning of the whole attitude to the entire day. Now, every single Jew is capable of getting into this headspace at the beginning of the day. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. As we know very well about the nature of Moidani, the famous Hayom Yom. The reason why we say Moidani before washing our hands, and even if the hands are known to be impure, because every tumor in the world cannot contaminate that foundational attitude of a Jewish person, Moidani. Person could be lacking in one area or another. But his moidani remains rock solid. And that's why every single Jewish person is capable of this. Every single Jewish person is capable of getting into the headspace which says, I am enthusiastic to do what the Abishnah wants. Details to follow. Over that, Ben Azai introduces another, much more advanced layer of serving Debishter, which is to run to the minor mitzvah and flee the Avera. What Ben Azai is saying is let's not only talk about the general attitudes that you're supposed to have, let's talk about the specific mitzvah that you're doing. Well, you may not be focused on the generic uh, perspective or, or intention of every single mitzvah, which applies equally to all mitzvahs, that the sanctified us and, and instructed us with his mitzvahs, that we should do what the wants. Now, but now you're engaged with a particular mitzvah. So you're thinking about the value of that particular mitzvah and the achievement of that particular mitzvah. Which is why you could assess this particular mitzvah as being minor because you're focused on the details. So Benazai says, well, even when you're analyzing this particular mitzvah you're about to do and you conclude that it is a minor mitzvah, your behavior should still be with absolute joy and with absolute chayas that has no restraint. So how does Benazai have this expectation of us? That the detailed uh, elements of a mitzvah which surely is very limited because it's this specific mitzvah with its particular rules how could something which is so specific generate such an overrunning overarching enthusiasm and joy so the answer to that is you, ha you have to know who Ben Azai is if you appreciate Ben Azai you appreciate his attitude this is how Ben Azai behaved. Ben Azai's entire approach to Judaism was this yearning for the Ebesher that sucks you out of the here and now to, to attach yourself to something far higher. 
That's why Ben Azai didn't have children. He didn't get married. Because his argument was, what should I do? I'm so caught up and I have such a, a thirst for Torah. I don't have the opportunity and time to sit down and establish a family. Eventually, it reached an extreme. As in Knesset, the Pardes is given an open for hates its for mace that when he joined Rabbi Akiva and his colleagues and they went into this spiritual experience of Pardes, he glimpsed what was going on over there and his neshama left his body. It's this tremendous yearning for godliness that doesn't know how to translate back into practicality. Which is similar to what happened to Nadav and Avihu, the sons of Aaron, that they were also uh, sucked up into this higher reality because they had such a tremendous yearning for Hashem. So therefore, when you have somebody like Ben Azai, who is so drawn to Hashem in such a powerful way, even when it comes to practically doing mitzvahs, given an anoifim for Ratzai, the way he does a mitzvah is in this extreme way. In every mitzvah he feels, as the Rachaim describes, the sons of Aaron felt, this incredible beauty and sweetness. The mitzvah is so beautiful that it generates this intense unlimited joy and enthusiasm around the mitzvah because it's just so beautiful. Such a powerful and dynamic enthusiasm for mitzvah goes even beyond what his nefesh kiss would have expected. That's why when Benazah is describing this, he's not going to say run towards this minor mitzvah like a major mitzvah. Because the beauty of the mitzvah, which is what cultivates and sparks this incredible enthusiasm for the mitzvah, is something that the Ben Azai saw in the value of the specific mitzvah, whichever mitzvah it might have been. And therefore, the geshmak of a minor mitzvah is not as extreme as the geshmak of a major mitzvah. So the chayas is not as, as pronounced as in a major mitzvah. So he can't say that a minor mitzvah will be the same as a major mitzvah. In fact, Ben Azai's greatest insight over here is the fact that you can have enthusiasm for a minor mitzvah. As I feel a mitzvah kala is doa and the imus built in mukbelas because he's identifying for us that even a mitzvah which is a minor mitzvah has infinite beauty associated with it. Which is why you have to have enthusiasm even for the minor mitzvah. In the Herren die Teilkeit, die Nemos von Mitzvahs kennen sein zwei Eifanim. Now, the fact that you could identify and experience this beauty of a mitzvah, that could also manifest in two ways. One way is, One way is, the mitzvah is objectively and intrinsically valuable. Anything which is close to the Ebeshter is good. Or, a lower level, All there's the possibility where the person says, that mitzvah is going to add so much value to me, so it's good for me. That is the deeper meaning of the two reasons why Ben Azai tells us that we should be running to mitzvahs. Why we should be running to a mitzvah. One reason he gives is because a mitzvah will 
lead to another mitzvah. And Beish, schar mitzvah, mitzvah. The second reason he gives is because the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah. Atam or ikri, what's the main reason? The greatest beauty in the mitzvah is the fact that the mitzvah will bring another mitzvah. The first and highest and most advanced level of, <coughs> of um, beauty and, and pleasure in a mitzvah is the pleasure that the mitzvah brings. Mitzvah, it brings connection to Hashem. That's the greatest beauty that you could possibly have. So that's the ultimate state. But because Benazai is also addressing people who are not at the ultimate level, where the value of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. He's even talking to people who are just starting out in their avoid Hashem. Which is a person who's only doing what they wish to once in a way that the person relates to, talks to me. To that person, the Ben Azai tells, there's another level, and that is that there's a reward of the mitzvah, which is the mitzvah. Even the so called reward of a mitzvah. Schar means something that I feel that I benefited from it. Is a mitzvah. Is a mitzvah. The fact that you now have a connection to the Ebishter. In other words, schar mitzvah, mitzvah means the value of the mitzvah is there'll be another mitzvah in the world. There'll be more connection in the world. Schar mitzvah mitzvah means the value of the mitzvah is you will feel a connection to Hashem. As I felt an imus built in Mokbelis, that gives this person this tremendous kishmak. As we well know, when the Gemara tells us that there are no real rewards for mitzvahs in this world, that's because the reward of mitzvahs are infinite and our world is finite. And therefore, Benazai has a message. Even a person who's living in order to get feedback, in order to get a feeling, in order to get a connection, and that's what motivates the Torah mitzvahs. Don't worry, you'll get it. And therefore you should be enthusiastic about your mitzvah observance as well.